Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, the Dope Ass Dude, and welcome to season four of the Dope Ass Dude podcast. And I am so excited to be here on tonight with you. And we have such an amazing show lined up for you guys. And hey, you know, I'm just really excited to see what you all are going to have to say, especially the ladies. So I'm really excited about that uh, tonight. So just a couple of preliminary things you already know. If you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel, if you don't mind going ahead and clicking on that subscribe button. And while you are there, click on the notification button as well, the notify me button, so you can be notified every time a new episode or a video is uploaded to the channel. You can be notified of that. And then also, if you don't mind, go ahead and click on that like button so that this podcast can be shared with others just like you. Now, if you're on the go and you want to listen to it, you can watch it on Monday nights. You can always listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or you can watch it just here on YouTube. So it's your choice. And then if you're not following me on Instagram or TikTok, please go out and follow me on both. I am the Dope Ass Dude Podcast on both. So that's the Dope Ass Dude Podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. And then one other thing, if you're not following Michael already on uh, Instagram and TikTok, you can follow him on Instagram at underscore bravo.fit underscore. And TikTok, he is bravo.fit. So I am really excited to be here with you all on tonight. I'm really excited to have Bravo uh, here tonight with me because this guy was just on the show a couple of weeks ago. And it was a great show. So for those of you who don't know, of course, this is episode one of season four, episode one of season four. So I'm really, really excited about this here because this time last year, I was getting ready to kick off episode one. So to be a year into this uh, adventure with you is pretty exciting for me. But during the interim this time, opposed to doing like dope doses and so forth, we did the dope morning show. So it was a 30 minute segment that came on every Wednesday, 6 uh, a.m. Central Standard Time. And it was a different guest every week. And Michael well, Bravo, he was one of the guests on the show. So this guy really laid it down. I mean, he really spoke a lot of truth, a lot of his truth and so forth, so much that they started coming to coming for me because I was not in my head while he was talking. But of course, I have a lot of respect for anybody who speaks their truth because we live in such a council uh, culture now that if you speak your truth, people are always quick to get rid of you. So I have a lot of respect for Michael because he speaks his truth and whether people agree with it or not, he, he stands by it and who cannot respect someone who does that because that says a lot about his character. So we're going to go ahead and bring him on out so you guys can meet him. Bravo. What's up, man? What's up, baby? What's going on with you, man? Appreciate you for having me back on. I know I'm here to get the fire lit up under me, so I'm ready. <laughs> Yes, sir. Brother, when I tell you my DM was blowing up after you was on here, bro, I was my like, bad, oh, my God. No, it's all good, brother. It's all good. <laughs> I can handle it. It's all good. But, dude, how have you been? 
Man, I've been good, man. I'm getting ready to go back to the States uh, next week. Uh, next Tuesday, I go back to the States, stopping in Atlanta. Then see my mom in Dallas. So a little bittersweet, you know. I've been, I've been enjoying the walks out here every day because I just love this place so much and preparing to get to a commercial out here uh, at the end of the week. So just been busy, man, before I get out of here. Nice, nice. But you're only here for visitation. You're you're going back to Panama, yes. right? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm only visiting, bro. Only visiting, and then I'll be back out here living the good life once again. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And for those who haven't caught the Dope Morning Show when Bravo was on here, he moved to Panama City, Panama, not Florida, but Panama. Yes. And he moved down there on the whim. He just packed up and he made a change. So, Bravo, tell us a little bit about that experience before we get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> Well, uh, the experience, like I said last time, it was uh, from a tragic experience. And I also shared uh, that it was me escaping the tragedies that I was going through. I actually had a frat brother reach out to me and he said he was proud of me because he said this is the first time he ever heard me speak about the situation. And it really was the first time I was uh, actually talked about it outside of like my mom, I believe. Yeah. First time really talking about how I felt about it. Uh, and so that escape for me when I actually had that thought the last time it was on the show, uh, I thought about it for a while. And I was like, wow, I really saw that this opportunity as an escape from a, such a tragic reality I was experiencing. And to be here a year later and to think about I'm thankful for the tragedy that I was going through because my life has evolved and prospered in a way that I didn't even imagine it could be. Uh, just in a year. So uh, the challenges and the trials, tribulations, and the sadness turned out to have some benefits for me. So now I'm in Panama, loving the views, loving the people, loving the views of the women, loving the views of the beaches. You know, like, you know, I'm just looking, I'm just looking. I ain't acting, I'm just looking. You know? <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> So, I mean, and that is, again, like I told you the first time, that is like really remarkable, man, that you just, you know, you packed up and you stepped out and you did something because so many people, they want to do what you did, but they're allowing fear. Some people just allowing family, friends to keep them stuck in the environment that they really want to pack up and move. So did you, did you question your decision anytime or did you, were you just sure of it? Right. I, I was so I was in such a dark place emotionally and confused. It was the only option. <laughs> I'm thankful that I even had the option because I don't believe if I, I would have figured it out. But where I was at mentally and emotionally, fear was not an option. Fear had no place in my mindset because I just wanted to get away. And I believe for people to make real change. They need tragedy. This is why so many people get healthy and fit when they are it come close to losing a limb, a uh, near-death experience. Some people, they need that life-threatening experience or some tragedy, death of the family, the loss of a broken marriage, uh, a kid passing away. Something has to ha happen that's tragic that forces us to make a decision and be serious and stick to it. And for me, it was what I was going through. And thankfully, you know, even though it was a sad time, you know, I still have my health and uh, to move forward and use that experience to inspire other people. You know, hopefully others don't have to wait for a tragedy to occur. Uh, but 
I believe that most times on the way it happens is when tragedy is occurring. Yeah. 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 And, and like you said that, you know, it's sad. It's sad that it has to something like that has to happen in order for you to move. But like you said, now you see the benefits of it Yeah, and, and you're enjoying yeah. it. So, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're down there looking at all the women every day, man. Bruh, like, hey, like I told you, a pleasant personality. Like, you don't even have to try to approach these women. It's just say hi, they smile, and say hi back. Like, it's not an attitude. No one's frowning. No one thinks you're trying to, like, holler at them. Like, you really could just be, like, be polite. You know, coming from New Orleans, like, we used to say what's up to everybody. How you doing? How you doing? And in Texas, man, I caught a real quick reality check. You know, when you speak to people, they, it's like, you know, you get the attitude. And I was like, man, so I made a vow to stop speaking to women. I only spoke to men, primarily black men. I was kind of in a mental state that wasn't too good. But I only spoke to black men when I was on the street because I said they're the only ones that showed me respect when I acknowledged them. And so when, I, when women would speak to me, I would speak back, but I would never be the first to speak only because so many of the negative reactions that I did get from women during my time in Dallas. And I'm a good looking dude. And I was like, damn, y'all laughing at me? I didn't even do y'all nothing. Damn, like, I look good, girl. Look, like, come on now, at least give me a smirk. They be like straight, bruh, yeah. Let me wow. start bashing. Look, I'm not bashing women too. Let me start off and say I'm not bashing. I'm just giving my anecdotal experiences. Like these are just real life experiences that happen to me. So y'all don't think I'm generalizing all of y'all in the sense if y'all, somebody on here that gave me the stank eye, I'm talking to you though. So, yeah. So we got a question for you already. So what Omar, you? Omar wants to know, what is the biggest difference, the biggest be- between women in the US and women in Latin America? What's the biggest difference? Fitness. Uh, hands down, fitness. These women are more fit. They are inspired to work out. Like I said before, there's a you have a percentage of overweight, obesity everywhere. Uh, in Latin America, it, the percentage is smaller. These women are fit and friendly. That's the biggest gap that I have experienced between Latin women and American women. Fitness and pleasant personality. Okay. Yeah. And I'm glad you you led off with that because that leads into our first question. Because when you were on here the last time, you said your first experience with dating a feminine woman was when you moved to Latin America. So let's talk about because when when they heard that word feminine, they automatically listen because you kind of like gave a little description of what you believe feminine means and so forth. So if they didn't fit that, they assume you're saying that they're masculine. So let's talk about feminine. <laughs> yeah, buddy, I got some questions for you tonight. Bet, let's go. All right. So uh, what was the question? What was the exact question? Okay, so uh, what is... Okay, so let's start with... Give them your definition of feminine again. And like, yeah, right. let's start right there. My personal experience, like I said last time, my personal definition of a feminine woman pleasant personality kind sweet looks good goes outside of her home looking presentable is fit 
it's fake because she cares about how she looks. That's a part of her presentation. Uh, comfortable with submitting to her man. Comfortable with caring for her man. Comfortable with serving her man. Now, that's probably the main thing that people are going to disagree with because serving, they think it's slavery. Even though I know I said that last time, yeah. I still stick by it. <laughs> yes, brother, you said slavery. Yes, yeah. I, I stick by it. I stick by wholeheartedly, and you know why. But we, I know we're going to dive into that, so I'm not going to jump the gun. But yes, feminine energy is a pleasant, sweet, pleasing personality. Like I told you before, man, if you ever been, if any man has ever been around a pleasant woman, you automatically know that she's a feminine person because what we deal with in America so often is aggressive, argumentative, non-compliant women. And this isn't me digging at women. It's just the reality that most men experience. Like we would love to be around pleasant women. Trust me, it would, it would be a great turn on for men if we were around pleasant women all the time. But the reality of it is that most of y'all aren't pleasant. So, you know, so that doesn't make you feminine in my book. Okay. So, okay. So let's go a little bit more into, cause I know they're going to ask. So when you say like most of them aren't pleasant, then what is like, you just mean like here in America, most women, they are aggressive, have attitudes, that kind of stuff. Unapproachable. Yeah, so, unapproachable. So I, this has happened to me. I'm pretty, most men can attest to this. Approaching women in the States is almost like you have to approach with a wallet or mad game, right? One thing that I know from personal experience, the one thing that turns women on and I get a reaction out of them that I prefer is by being like a mystery to them, right? You got to come with extreme confidence, right? Like if you're going to leave with your wallet, you're going to leave with that wallet with mad confidence. If you're going to leave with your looks, it got to be like, hey, girl, I don't even need you, but I'm going to give you an opportunity. You can't, that's why I don't agree with the nice guy approach, because that whole timid, real respectable, polite, they, they don't really want that. They want to be checked. Women desire to be checked and put in their place. And I don't know if they say they don't, they lie, because every time I check a woman, it turns on. So it's like, when you approaching women in America, it's like they already have their guard because they feel like you're step, overstepping their boundaries, right? So their guard is up because they feel like they need to be protected. They, take, they look at us as enemies from the jump, but they want someone to approach them. They mad that men don't approach them, but they treat men that approach them with such disgust, right? And then they say, well, you know the meme that got going on that said like, the type of men I want to, uh, to the, the type of men that be in my DMs, the type of men I want in my DMs, it'd be like Michael B. Jordan or Morris Chestnut. And it'd be like, the type of dude in my, B, my DMs, it'd be like some bum on the street. You know, so they, they look at the majority of men as the bum on the street. Like I told you last time, there are so many quality men in the DFW area, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, man, trust me, man. It's mind blowing how many good men are out here that would love to be that guy for so for these women, but these women don't look at these men as the choice that they want, right? Like, it's just somebody, if they don't have the status, they're not really turn nobody. Like, you don't, if you're not known, they don't really care to give you that opportunity until it's too late, or they're, or they're desperate, or they got kids and they like, you know, 
well, I need a man now, you know, because most women between the ages of 23 to 33, I believe, have the mindset of, I don't need a man. I want a man. And that's the mindset what keeps women with, ah, you don't, don't try to holler at me. I'm good. But a dude that doesn't really want them or don't get them the time of day or the guy that plays them the most, that gives them the least amount of attention, they chase after him, bro. They chase after that dude like like he did. He breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's crazy. So we got another question for you. Came from Omar, and I think this is in regards to the feminine part. He says, what about cooking and cleaning? Is that an attribute of feminine? Yes, yes, man. So check this out. Omar, check this out. If I if we're on the job, right? If we if you and I are on the job and we slaving, like we doing hard labor, right? We out in the sun, but we're making a good living. Say, for instance, on the oil rig. When we come home, are we really thinking of preparing our own meal? Cause we just finish providing for the family, putting the resources in the bank account to make sure the family's good. The woman, when I said yes, we typically want slaves. Because like we're out slaving for that woman. So this woman needs to be, hey, making sure we're good. I don't want her to stress about preparing a meal for me. You know, when I came here and I had an employee, we call it empleadas, uh, here. And she cooked clean. She was the sweetest lady ever. She helped me practice Spanish. And even when I dated a girl out here for about a month, man, it was so normal for her to just walk in when she would visit me. She look in the fridge, it's like, don't they go meet them? And I'm like, huh? She would go to the store. I don't you want me to come with you? She's like, no. Go to the store, get the stuff, and prepare a meal. And bro, I wasn't even asking for it. That's why I say when I saw, like, yo, like this, this is a feminine woman, because it, in Latin America, they all about playing roles. In America, everyone wants to play one role, and that's the leadership role. And the problem with that is. When you are playing the leadership role, who's taking care of home? If you women make the make the house a home, but if you try to make the man into the one that makes a house a home, you devalue him and you don't have respect for him because why? Every woman wants a dominant masculine male. If they say they don't, they're lying. They lying, man. So let me ask you this here, Michael. So I know some women are out there listening right now and they're thinking, well, you know, I could cook dinner if I sat at home all day long, but I'm out working just like he's working. So he's been out slaving all day. So have I. So I'm not wanting to cook. I know they're thinking that, man. So what do you think in that regard? I'm 100% in agreement with that. This is why I always tell men, and it's something I practice. Yo, if you can't provide for a woman to be in that position where she provides for you in the household shouldn't be dating. I'm not a 50-50 guy. I don't believe in that shit. Oh, I don't believe in 50-50 at all because 50-50 only gets you 50% happiness because if she's at work and who knows who pissed her off on the job, some girls probably talking about her in the, in the coffee, in the break room, her boss probably had did not give her praise for some work that she turned in and you already know if women don't get that praise and admiration from them putting that time and energy into, it starts to affect their psyche. It starts to affect their emotions. So when she's not getting that, and then you come on like, baby, what a man, like, I'm tired of the sweat and working all day. Well, what you think I've been doing all day? And that's where the attitude come in. 
and why men sit at the bar all the time? Why do men be on the video games all day? Because why we are escaping from the argument that our woman is bringing to us because she had a bad day. So we have to go into another land, right? So I don't think men should date seriously if they can't provide and take care of their woman. That's just my opinion. Some people cool with the 50-58, power to you. But from my life experiences, from just meeting men out here, men, I always hung out with older guys. Hanging with older guys, talking to them, I've learned if your woman is working, you're going to have some issues at home. Because if you, unless y'all have a maid, not, if y'all got a maid, that's cool. Someone's taking care of the cooking and cleaning because we're going to get to that later. But <laughs> if someone's taking care of the cooking and cleaning, then everyone's fine. She won't feel like you're putting her in this slave role after she's been putting all this time at work. So I don't agree with that men should even date seriously if they can't provide for a woman. Wow. Wow. You 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 describing what these women want, but they saying they, they can't find that. So uh, okay. Nah, yeah, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Okay, so now you've described the feminine woman. Let's talk about what is your definition of a masculine woman. All right, masculine woman, a woman that wants to be a man. So this is what it looks like. A woman who wants to be in charge, a woman who puts, who tries to control her man. Any woman that can control her man, she doesn't respect this man at all because she has these chains on. Any man that fears his woman, he's dealing with a masculine woman. Uh, women who are argumentative, women who are, uh, who always have to have the last word, right? Like I said before, a feminine woman, she knows when to just shut, shut it down because she's like, you know what? This is not like you're battling. Now. And women who are argumentative, they like to battle. Even if they don't want to battle you, they're still battling you because they're like, well, I meant this. Well, I said, man, it's like, it doesn't matter. Because to us, we're like, yo, we let stuff slide off our shoulders so easily. Like you could talk about something like, okay, cool. And it's gone. Women, they hold on to it. So if you have a masculine woman, like she's gonna hold on to that. She's keep on trying to prove her point to you. Like, well, this is what I meant. I, well, it, well, like you're looking at it wrong. No, I'm already passing on to the next subject, right? So that's a masculine woman, a woman who needs to be be in charge of decision making, right? You can't have a man lead you if you want to tell him where you want to go. Two people driving a car, if you have two steering wheels, we gonna crash. So if you have to. Let go of your passenger seat driving steering wheel and let the man lead. But also a masculine woman, argumentative, they have, that has to be seen, that needs to be heard, right? A masculine woman is one who feels like she doesn't have, doesn't need anyone's approval when it comes to her appearance. Because if a woman is a feminine woman, she cares about what her man thinks or the men that she's trying to approach things because she's going to keep herself fit. She's going to keep herself looking good. A man... Now, this is going to be real controversial. A masculine woman is one who says, I make my own money. I pay my own bills. I can look how I want to look. That's a masculine woman. That's the majority of American women. Why? Because they don't feel a man deserves a good looking, decent woman. They say, I look good enough. Your body shaming. I think every woman that prays body shaming, they all masculine in my opinion. Why? Because they're living in false reality. Y'all actually know damn well. Y'all men are visual creatures. 
if you mean to tell me if I want to look at something nice, sexy, and voluptuous, you're going to give me a bottle of biscuits? You're going to give me some sack of potatoes? What? Come on, man. Let's be serious. If we're going to be honest, let's be real about it. Yeah. If a man is visual, why do I want to look at something that's unpleasant? That's a masculine woman that you don't care about how you present yourself to a man. And that sums it all up right there. Unpresentable woman is a masculine woman. Okay. Okay, so let me ask you this here. So in some of those regards where you was talking about women are taking on the leadership role or they're trying to take on that role, have some men, do you think, have some men relinquished their roles in their home? You know, they just... Okay, okay. Yes. So in those events, don't women have to step into that role to make sure that their household maintain if he has, you know, he just not doing the job? This is the woman's fault. And I say that because I'm all about accountability. If a woman (laughs) is in control of the man that she lets in between her legs, why would she choose such a poor mate? We hear women talk about the preacher. I'm not settling for less, right? And they put these stipulations on men that they want, that they want to step up to the plate. But these women have already opened their legs and their wounds to so many men who were below caliber. So if the man can't step up to the plate, if they if the man relinquished this, this role in the household and these women have to step up, why do they even have a household together? It's the woman's fault because she controls the access to sex. So if a man clapping them cheeks and you chose a bad mate, that's not my problem. That's an argument you have to look in the mirror and have with yourself because you allow that man to come in. You allow this man to be in this household. So you have to deal with that problem. You made a bad decision. And I believe most women in America are habitual bad decision makers because they have so many men that shouldn't have not even made it to the front door, but then made it between their legs. We can look at single mothers, for instance, but we ain't going to go there. But I, you know. Okay, so, but, okay, so let me just, I'm circling right back to that, Micah, though. Because so, (laughs) but in that situation where the man has relinquished his duties and they have to step in that role to maintain their house, would they be considered masculine or would they just be a woman that is surviving and taking care of her house? Because the man is choosing not to. Does that make her no masculine? Man. No, it doesn't. Any man, it just makes her a bad decision maker. Any woman that's with a man that chooses to relinquish his, relinquish his manhood for, of the household is not a man that's fit for a family. Because I can understand losing of a job. We, a lot of people went through that with COVID. Losing your job or if your woman is the, the breadwinner and you choose, she's like, hey, we have a family, so... Can you like take care of the kids and stay at home and let go of your job? I think that's a terrible decision to make. But any man, I think if any man is presented with that opportunity, don't take it. Uh, there's a show on Netflix about this guy. He was an engineer, just like me. Uh, he was an electrical engineer and he gave up his job to help with the family and around the house because his woman was in sales. She made like, I think, 100 grand more. He gave up his hundred grand a year job and she basically 
remove the joint bank account, and he doesn't have no control over spending. Like he has to come to her for permission. Any man that has an opportunity to relinquish his his reign over the household, don't do it. But it doesn't make a woman masculine if she's forced in that role, right? But she still has like he has to be man enough to be like still make her feel like a woman, you know. Rub her down, do all that sexy, voluptuous stuff to to make her still feel feminine. Because a woman that goes without that affection, she'll start to feel masculine, right? Because she's doing so many masculine things, like she having so much masculine energy. Because now she's a provider, right? And when a woman becomes a provider, <laughs> man, it's like you're taking care of kids, you know. So you don't want she doesn't she does she isn't masculine if she is forced to be in that position. But if she doesn't get out of that position over time, she will become a masculine woman, even if she doesn't want to be, because she's acting in a masculine way. So let me ask you this here, Michael. So because I I mean, I have five sisters, like 20 nieces, like for real, 20 nieces. So I hear them talking all the time. And what you just described about the man who quit his job where the woman came in, she took control over all the monies and he was like. I guess submitting to her and having to ask her for everything. That's what a lot of women fear with men. They fear if they give up that, whatever their independence for him, then he's going to be controlling and they're going to be like having to go to him, asking him for permission on everything. Now, is that right? It's delusion. <laughs> it's straight delusion. I heard a woman, a woman told me once before, I said, I don't want you working. I want you like, if we're going to have a family, I want you taking care of the kids. Like she was, and she said, her response was, so what I'm going to do, like, if you just happen to leave me, why are you already just thinking about me leaving? If you're doing your womanly duties, you're making me, you're proving to me every day that you're the best choice because that's what I'm doing as a man by providing for you to show you that, hey, I am the best thing that you that you have because I love you. I'm pouring into you. I'm helping you become a better woman. I'm supporting you. And you're pouring into me by making sure you're taking everything I need from you in that woman's role. So women have this delusional fear that men are going to just leave them. They think, I, got, I don't want to ask him for nothing. Well, you're supposed to ask him for something. He is your man. I don't care. This whole equality thing and got people jacked up. There is no equality in relationship. There is a dominant and there's a submissive. I don't care what nobody says. And as men, you should always be striving to be the dominant. If you're not, trust me, you're going to have relationship problems. So women, yes, come to your man and you should have a relationship with your man. Like, hey, babe, I want to get this. Cool, boo. Don't do it. Because men have a more logical thinking when it comes to spending. Most women, they just for like therapy you know and the man over the household like oh no hey no boo don't need to do that like let me let me uh, let me give you an allowance right so if your man is in the masculine role and providing for you you'll have an allowance so right so if he's making more money you'll have a larger allowance it's that women think that oh he's just gonna i gotta i gotta beg him it's not begging y'all are together like it's a partnership you're a family Yes, what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. So, boy, if you want to get something cool. But most times, women don't want to be told no. That's what it really is. They don't, because a man's going to be thinking, no, boo, that's a bad decision. We're going to logically plan this out. 
women just don't want to be told no. That's why they think I need my independence. But the independence in our reality, as you can tell, is why they're all miserable now. Right. And let me ask you this here, Michael. So this role, this marriage that you're describing or this relationship you're describing, this is where the man is the only person working in the relationship, right? Or is this yes. both of them yeah. working? I, when you're just dating, I'm all for people working, doing their separate things. Uh, but my, when I date, since I'm in the realm of dating seriously now, <laughs> since I seriously date now, uh, I present any woman I date, my current lady right now, present it straight up. Hey, this is the objective. This is what I want. If this isn't something that you can accept, I advise you leave, right? I'm like, hey, because I'm real strict. I won't even lie. I'm real strict when it comes to dating because it's like I have a standard and I want and I want to find have that woman in place before things like really kick off uh, because I don't think I'll be able to actually have a genuine relationship with somebody once things go towards where I'm heading. You know, uh, just from just my experiences and seeing what goes on, I believe men, we just need a woman if you're both working while you're going through some type of struggle, some type of hardship that she sees that you have the durability as a man to go withstand hardship so she can trust that, hey, if you all meet hardship together, that you will hold it down and be strong for the both of y'all. So that's the time for her to build a trust in you like, oh, this is a quality man, right? So when you have everything, when a woman comes, she's never saw you broken before. She never saw you down. So when things aren't up, she's out of there because all she knows is up. Right. And so but working together in the beginning, I'm all for. But once you get to the point where, hey, we seriously dating, I want to move to the next step. That man need to be putting things in play. where, like, hey, what do I need to do investing? What do I need to create to make sure I can replace her income or at least 50 to 75 percent of it where she's at home? I need her working for me. I need her pouring it to me like I am her job now. Right. I need her making sure that I'm good because when I'm good, we are good. Right. Okay. And in my opinion, I believe that's an issue for modern day women because they don't want a man to be their job. They don't want to be. I got to do this for him and do that for him. They don't. They aren't excited about making us. happy, Right. They don't want to do things. But you can ask men, man, I want a ball so I can make sure my lady lit like her life is amazing. Do all this stuff for a spoiler. We want to do that for women, but women, they say they want to, but I find that hard to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, Michael, I think a lot of women, I think a lot of women want exactly what you're describing. They want a man to take yeah. care of them. They want that. They but the reality of it is they're not finding that. They may find yeah. a man who makes good for him by himself, but when someone else comes in, that is not good for two people and a family. So they have to continue to work. So in those type of situations, it is a 50-50 situation. Mm -hmm. So how do you suggest a woman, not so much relinquish, but because I, this was going to be the next place we was going to go to the roles of a woman, because you've mentioned that a couple of times here today, and the roles within a relationship, how do they find their place in a relationship when they're contributing just as much as he is? Yeah, I bring it down. She chose the wrong guy. It comes down like, 
I know we all want affection, we want relationships, but it's a, it's a competitive world out here. And modern society and modern dating has made the competition very bleak. Um, if you want a baddie, bro, you don't really have to be that successful because you can just look good, have some game. And these women just looking for fun most of the time anyway. So you can get a baddie without being a high quality dude. You, know, you can still be living with your mom. Look how many dudes come from their mom place, go straight to a woman's home. I'm like, these women aren't setting real standards, even though they say they do, real standards for men when it comes to dating. Because if it was okay, they would do their private investigator work the same way they're trying to find out if he's cheating or dating somebody else. They would do the same background work on this man, right? So their role, they can't go into that role as a feminine woman because they haven't done the due diligence to make sure they're choosing a quality man. I'm all, I'm one, I, 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 I'm real big on accountability. So I'm like, dudes gotta be more, men need to be better, straight up. Men need to be better, but would you really be better if you have everything given to you? Like, think about it. If I'm given everything, there was a study done, done by this guy in the 80s with mice. It was provided food, shelter, and it was like a thousand mice. Food, so they didn't have to scavenge for anything. And over the course of time, they stopped, the babies, they stopped knowing how to look for food because it was provided everything. So if you provided everything, you become conditioned that I don't need to be out here and hustle. Maybe our hustle drive is mainly driven by women. We want the girls, but we want the baddest chick. We want the lady. But if I'm getting these baddies on Miami trips, on vacation trips, my sexual needs are met. So why do I need to become better? I can just stay at home with my mom. My mom take care of me. I right, this chick, she gonna want to do because I look good and I lay the pipe down well. I right, she gonna move me into her place. If you're already not gonna set a standard for men, why would they try to be above standard? There's a select few guys who still have that hunger. Like I want to be better. I want to be the greatest version of myself that I possibly can be. So those guys in this small, small group of men, and it doesn't have to be strictly millionaires and billionaires, but like there's guys who are out there who are making 100,000, 70,000, 150,000 or more. And they're like, yo, I want to continue evolving and being the best that I can be. And these guys have the cream of the crop when it comes to women. So they could just discard women like it ain't nothing. Right. So and they're looking all looking for that woman who's already feminine, who's ready to be put in place to play that role. Right. So every the competition is stiff for women, not really for men. Right. Because men, they'll just go get them. If they travel. You see, you know, passport bros. They just go get them a foreign woman, you know, that's ready to be put in place for that and do relationships with. I know guys out here got relationships with foreign women. You know, so it's like if women want to be able to sit in the role and be a feminine woman and just bask in her femininity and be taken care of by her husband, she has to let go of the independent mindset and present herself as a woman that's ready for that, right? They say a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Most women out here aren't really wives, if we're going to be real. And most men are out here aren't really husbands because why? They, they aren't striving to be the best that they can be. They're cool with 
living the average life, and that's okay. I think average people should date average people. It's okay with the 50-50 mindset. Stop trying to date outside of your range. If you're dating for somebody like, oh, man, I want a man like this, a man like that. But you got, you got outside kids. He's not going to look at you as a suitable mate, right? Because I'm like, you've already given another man the most, the greatest thing you can give a man, a child, primarily a son, right? So it's like, you don't qualify for this dude. I hate to say it, but if we're going to be real, you don't qualify for this dude that's up here because he has too many options. Why would he choose you? Because your child doesn't benefit him. So you got to you gotta be okay with ranking yourself in a range. I know where I'm at for myself. I'm like, yo, this is where I'm at. Like, nah, bro. Uh-uh. Where I'm at? Mm-mm. I got to work harder. I need to be better. I need to grow. You have to be okay with going in the cocoon as a man and becoming better so you can get the best quality woman out there, right? In my opinion, a lot of these women aren't found in the States, man. I'm just saying, bro. I love the women in America. Like, y'all, y'all ladies, I, I do love y'all. I want y'all to win so bad. But I'm like, y'all don't want to listen. And like, dude, really be wanting to help y'all. Like, I'm not being rude or disrespectful. Like, you have to step into being softer. Like, even if people got attitudes, you need to be softer because your soft personality will make a dude want to just talk to you. He probably don't understand nothing you're saying, but he will want to be in your presence because you're a soft personality. And we deal with hardness all the time. We hard, you feel me? So if you can focus on being softer, it'll help attract the man who, if you're not too far gone. I'm sorry, it's not too far gone. Like, I'm just saying, because it's the truth, bro. It's the truth. I'm sorry, it's the truth. If you're not too far gone, and you can probably still get the dude, the man of your dreams. Like, you probably still get the man of your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I, I, I skipped a question here by accident, but I just saw this here. So, you have a question for you. So, what so what is considered providing for a woman? So what do you think Man. that is? What is providing for a woman? In my opinion, the best way to provide for a woman is to remove the stress from her life. And to remove the stress from life, what do we all deal with? What are the major stresses that we deal with? Finances. I don't care what nobody say. It's not about the money. It's always about the money. If you think that you're in this world and it's not about the money, you're lying to yourself and you're going to lose. If you're going to provide for a woman, you got to make sure that you keep frame. That's the most important part, because when you make money, sometimes you give her everything and just let her just wild and go crazy. You're losing frame. She's going to misuse you. Right. You have to provide for this woman financially, physically. So you should be in some type of physical shape. Right. No woman don't want to be looking at a slouch. And that's, that's going to make her stay fine. If you're looking good as well because it shows that you have discipline and consistency. So you need to be fit. You need to provide for her physically. You need to provide for her financially is the number one thing. And, you know, women like to talk with their emotions. So you can listen sometimes, you know, of course talk to her. But if you have a solid woman, you're going to enjoy communicating with her, talking to her about clowning and stuff or talking about other people or sending each other memes. You're going to enjoy her company so much, you will communicate with her on crazy level man and like y'all have a totally different understanding than people can even imagine 
So you have to provide for her financially, physically, and socially, right? Because you're going to be her world. Like, honestly, like women who are really into their men, he is her world. Like, she'll do anything for this guy because she knows this guy would do anything for her. That's why he's out here slaving and going through the hard, the mud for her and the family, right? Yeah. So we got to come in here, um, Michael, and it says, I don't want to feel like he's my job. What do you think he about should. that? He shouldn't. It shouldn't feel like a job. You should be, you should wake up in the morning and be like, man, I'm about to just text my boo. I hope you're having a good day. I miss you. Why does that feel like a job? Why aren't you excited to serve your man? Like, if you're not excited to serve your man, you're with the wrong guy. You, you made a bad decision, right? I'm a, I, Example, I'm going to use a personal experience, right? Like, I told you I'm into trading, right? So I'm chilling. Now, I normally don't do this, but I'm doing it. But my lady, she hit me up, and she was like, yeah, I made this, made this for you. And it's like, to somebody, be like, it's so small. Right. But it was this list of affirmations that she heard me like just telling myself, like through conversations. And she put all these things I would say repeatedly uh, and she made an affirmations list for me. So every time I'm in the market, I read it. Every time I'm like, I make a bad trade, I'll read it. And it kind of picks up my spirits. Stuff like that. That's, she doesn't see that as a job. She's like, you know what? What can help him be better mentally when he's going through stress? It's not considered a job. If you're with a guy and feel like he's your job, you're with the wrong man. Hey, maybe this is your only option. I'm sorry to hear that. But any man that feel like he's your job, you're with the wrong guy. Because it should be a pleasure to serve your man. Because he's striving to give you a better life. And if he's not, that's probably why you feel like he's a job. Hmm. So we got another coming here. Came for you. So speak for yourself. We hard. Americans want to know who is the we that you speak of. So it is. So I'm Dwan. So we hard. Speakers are we hard. So are he is he saying we as men are? Uh, uh, let me see. Americans want to know who is the we you speak of. So one is a woman. The one is a woman. Oh, Dwan. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, cool. I'm speaking of these women. And she's saying that, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I'm getting this question right. She's saying she's not hard and she is hard. No, who are we? we hard. Y'all are hard. If I'm going to be real. Like, y'all are hard. Y'all are hard because society has proven to you that you're hard. The narrative has shown you that, hey, strong black woman, we hard. Independent black woman, we hard. Like the narrative about black women in general is hard on social media. Look in the music, look in movies. We hard. We tough. We can do this without y'all. We good. America shows you that. Like, I don't even have to give you an explanation because if you look on TV right now, go on social media right now, go watch a movie in theaters. If you see the role of a black woman, she hard. Strong black woman, you hear me? But it's about now, but I'm also going to answer that if, if she was saying she's not hard. So for the women that are hard, it's a very small percentage of it. It's a very small percentage of women in America that aren't hard, that are still pleasant and soft and sweet and uh, good company to have around. It's a very small percentage of it. And when you talk about percentages, the masses over Trump, the minority all the time. So if what we see the most of is what we visualize. That's what we generalize. So we group y'all as a whole. The same narrative that black men had to deal with when they say black men ain't shit. 
which is cra a crazy narrative when you look at statistics that more black single fathers provide better homes for their children. Single fathers provide better homes for their children than single mothers. So the black men ain't shit narrative is like, we was, we was I'm like, who y'all talking about? Because it's a great amount of black men who killing it. Men in general, I'm not even gonna put it on black men. Men in general killing it, doing great things in a household, great things in a community. But people always say men ain't shit, men all dogs. But we don't let that stop us from becoming greater. We just fight the narrative and we resist it. And we show that we resist it by becoming great. And guess what? We have the selection of quality women that we meet. So, you know, if you are hard, soften up. But if you're not hard, if you want to soften up, I'm praying for you. Hope you get you a, a good dude. Well, she came back and clarified. She said, no, I was referring to you saying that men are hard. So I guess she's saying- Oh, she said men are soft. Yeah, hey, look, I agree with you. Like, I'm, like, I'm not even going to fight that because I'm not in a battle with you, you feel me? I go off facts. I go off what's real. I'm going to keep it funky with you, baby. Men in this marriage soft, straight up. But guess what? Society made men soft and they accepted it. I chose not to accept it. I chose to resist the narrative that we need to be open with our feelings. That we need to be more emotional. I knew that shit was a lie. It's all lies. When the man relinquishes his control of his emotions to express it to the world, he's lost. In my opinion, in my opinion, this is me, this is Bravo's world, in my opinion. Because once you show that you have those weaknesses, others can exploit it. Whether it be a man that wants your girl, or it could be your girl. <laughs> right? So it's like when you show weaknesses, things we say in New Orleans that we would say, if you play, the P word, you get the F word. So I look at that into my adult life. I can't, I can't allow myself to show weakness to my woman most definitely because she's going to be weak at moments of stress and struggle, trials and tribulations. So I can't like, and she goes, you need to open up. Hell no, woman, you just look, just make me happy, make me smile. Because I deal with enough burdens and stress as it is, whether it be from family, friends, uh, clients, uh, own financial insecurities, own personal insecurities, own mental insecurities. Like we as men deal with a heavy burden because we know that we are put on a list that, yo, bro, like the chances are that you're not going to be shit anyway. So we're not even going to give you a chance. So it's like, we are have the odds stacked against us. So any man that isn't hard, he's a weak man. And weak men is survival of the fittest. I got love for all brothers. I got mad love for brothers, but I call a spade a spade. I keep it funky. You gotta be a better man in all aspects because once you show weakness, man, I know in my mind, I'm going to beat you. I will win if we're in a battle because why? You've already shown me your hand and I know how to defeat you. This is what it is. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. One thing that you spoke on the last time, and you was kind of heavy on this one here. Oh. Yeah, the independent <laughs> woman. So let's uh -oh. go with that. What you got for them tonight? Because I know we have some, I'm looking in the chat. I see we have some Man. independent women on here. 
Man, I man, I know y'all. I know women are independent because they have to be. You actually force yourself to be independent in a sense. And I say that because independence. Who do you want to be independent of? Men. So once you put yourself in a position where you are independent of men, you want a man though. So when you're independent of a man, you only have a small pool of men that you can choose from. That pool gets smaller as you age, right? So, and that pool pool gets even smaller as you gain weight. So when you talk about you trying to deal from this pool of about 100 guys, say these guys are straight, say these guys are unmarried, say these guys want a serious relationship, you're probably dealing with seven guys, right? You have some serious competition. And your independence has allowed you to neglect every man who doesn't meet the standard. Y'all know y'all standard. Y'all know what I said last time. All, you can't even see the list. You can't even see the list. Y'all list is so enormous. For what y'all require, you become just a headache. A guy will take, I'll give my own experience. I'm not even gonna group other men. I would rather have a woman that worked at Walgreens, can be, make the D's, pizza hut, over an independent woman. Because why? This woman's going to be a little bit more compliant. And I won't get so much, so much fight with her when I need, when I request something of her. Right? Like I said, when you are independent, it's a battle. Two lines, button heads. No, this is what I want. No, this is what we need to do. Because you have conditioned yourself to be in an independent role. So you think like an independent woman. So that means any man is trying to come into your lines, then you like, well. You fighting, baby. You're like, I ain't having it. It's my way or the highway. And this is going to be controversial. A lot of women think that, you know, it's my way or the highway. But in general, in reality, the type of dudes that they're looking for, it's really his way or the highway. Because a man can replace a woman, a better quality woman, way faster than a woman can replace a quality man. You know how hard it is if you let a really good dude go? Ooh, bro. Say this, ladies, and for my independent women out there, let's talk. Say you got a dude that makes, let's say you make 100 bands. He make 200 bands, right? Y'all know y'all want him to make at least half more than you. Y'all always say that. So he make 100 grand more than you, right? All right. He wants a family. He wants to be committed to you. He like, you know what? I don't even like clubbing. But he's a hard ass. He's, he's big on like, yo, what I say goes, I don't want no back talk at all. That's his only flaw that y'all say, but y'all like that anyway. So that need you put in y'all place. So you got this guy, right? You got this guy for my independent ladies. And you like, you know what? I don't like the way he's talking to me. All my friends say he shouldn't be talking to me like this, but this dude is doing everything for you, right? But y'all find that one thing y'all y'all drill it home, boy. Y'all, y'all take one bad thing, y'all drill it. So you let this dude go. Do you know that guy? Will have another you that's better, maybe younger, fast like that, because so many women want to be in your position. And when you just think, "Oh, I don't need him. I'm independent," you're gonna go out there. You're gonna meet so many men who doesn't meet the finances, the financial requirements that you have. You're gonna find dudes who just want to run the streets because it's a plethora of y'all out here. Oh my God, there's so many women to choose from in this world, and. Sad to say, no, it's really not sad to say. It's actually happy to say there's men out here who don't never need to settle down if they choose not to. Because guess what? Everything a woman provides for a man, 
besides giving birth, a man can pay for. So if a man doesn't want kids, think about that. He doesn't want kids. Does, do, does he really need you? He can buy sex. Well, really, they just giving that away out of the day. Uh, he can buy a cleaning lady. He can buy a maid, uh, maid to uh, fold his clothes. He can talk to women on the street. He's getting booty cheeks as it is. If you want conversation, just use one of the many girls that he's talking to. If you want to go on trips with somebody, just use some young hottie who want to get flued out. What really, what do you really bring to this man? I bring companionship, but you also bring a headache. So it's like, why do I want a companionship with a headache? Think about that. So for my independent ladies out there, if you're going to choose from this small pool of dudes, if you have one, hold on to them tight. I'm telling you not. They got some girls out there with some crowbars trying to pry them arms apart. <laughs> so let me ask you this here, Bravo. So I know someone is out there thinking because they're listening to everything that you're saying. So <laughs> <laughs> they're listening to everything that you're saying. And, you know, it's kind of defeating. You know, they're probably feeling a little defeated now. So what, <sighs> how do you feel a woman can benefit a man? Because, you know, you just pretty much squashed them all and, you know, squashed every attribute that they think they've been groomed to be do their entire lives. So how can a woman benefit a good man? Man, I'm, I'm going to help y'all out. And I know when you say that, you're right. That was kind of defeating. But it's the truth. It's facts. Like, if we're going to keep it funky, it's, it's fake. I know. But how can you benefit a man? If you want, if you got a good dude, you want a dude to actually be there and want to be his best self for you, I'm going to give you some feedback from a personal experience. Be what he desires and what he needs. How do you find out what your man needs? You pay attention to him. You ask him questions. Even though he don't want to open up to you, especially in the beginning, you kind of listen to his conversations. You got to really pay attention to your man. Like, that's why I say, like, it's like a job, but don't look at it as work. Look at something that you love to do. Like, some of y'all love your job, shit. Love your man like you love your job. So, like, you have to look at him. Like, let me study him. Let me learn him. What are his quirks? What does he say often? How can I encourage him? Because most men only get encouragement from their homeboy. Like, if you think about it, most men, women don't, don't praise their men mostly. Like, I'm telling you, bro. It's true. I'm personal experience. Like, you don't really get, it's all about the woman. And I'm cool with that. Like, you know, I want the woman to get all the praise, love, and admiration. But you got to think about your guys sometimes, right? So if you want a solid dude, you want to attract a solid dude first, be feminine, be pleasant. When you get this dude, it'll benefit you. You can benefit a man by being his peace. I know that's so simple and so generic, but it's so true. Y'all, if you bring this man peace, trust me, he's going to want to be around. Especially if you find two, ooh, a peaceful, fine woman. Oh, my God. I love it. So a peaceful, fine woman. Oh, my God. Because she's pleasant. She, she keeps her beauty. And she knows that, hey, I look good. That's why I got him. And I'm going to keep him by being pleasant. You could benefit a man by being his peace. It's going to make him want to be around you more. I don't know no dude that doesn't want to be around a peaceful woman. Right. Hey, do a little small just if y'all both working, maybe have a cook night. And I believe women, y'all gotta bring the romance. I know y'all really, yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta bring the romance. Yes, women, y'all gotta bring the romance because we bring it home the bread, baby. Look, check it out. Check it out. So we 
Check it out. So <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Oh snap. My light fell. My bad. Okay. My light fell. God damn, we almost had a whole mishap up in here. Goodness gracious. Check it out. We looked at this study, bro. It said women should bring the romance to relationships. And then my guy was talking. He was like, yeah, I think that's true. Because our minds are too focused on how can I make sure I provide this lifestyle for us and like avoid the pitfalls that may come about. Women don't know the stresses that we deal with, right? So if we making the money, you should be figuring out how we should spend the money. And it's not on you and just like meaningless things. Hey, go get some lingerie. Go put some, go like feed me fruit and something. Like walk around in lingerie out there or something. Do something like that. If you act outside of the norm, he like, man, like my girl's spontaneous. Like she's doing all this stuff. She's coming with these ideas. Like, man, I actually like doing this stuff. He would make more money or at least try to, I would hope. So y'all can do those things. But when you want a man to plan everything, now this, now this is when y'all already dating. Now I'm not talking about the pre-dating. When y'all already dating, seriously, it's like, yo, you got to bring the romance, baby, because he put in the work to lock you in and keeping you in. Come on now. You got to do something. You can't you can't have a romantic man, a listener, a provider, a protector, a speaker, a goddamn foot massager, a back rubber. Like, I'd be like, oh, my God, like, what is wrong? You know, y'all can benefit a man by just doing those small things. Bring the romance, be pleasant, be fit, and bring him peace. That's how you benefit a man. I guarantee you. If, if y'all do that stuff, make sure you pick a good dude, though. If y'all do that stuff and it don't work, tell me. I like I, I'm going on over and say, man, you know, don't believe nothing I say because that shit is false. <laughs> you feel me? But I'm telling you, it works. Okay, so now again, I got to come back to this here, Michael. This is in the household where the dude is working and the woman is not, right? Because mm -hmm. that's not the household most women are living in. But we did have exactly. this coming here. So women have to carry the baby, romance you, cook for you, clean for you. And all you have to do is work a nine to five. They want to know. If, oh, yeah. That. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because you know why? Who's worrying about the stress of the bills? You don't know what's going on behind. Like I say, men deal with more stress that women have no idea that's going on. Y'all think men are just working. Y'all don't know the stress of him. Like, yo, I got we know a man, a man knows if any given thing, anything goes wrong, I need to be three moves ahead in case something goes wrong because he has to be prepared for the pitfalls that may occur. Prime example, COVID, right? Like you need to be prepared for something to destroy your routine. So we're dealing with that stress and a man that's actually working to make sure I have a safety net to catch him if something daunting happens, right? Yeah, you that that's your job. That's your role as my wife. That's your role in this household. Carry that baby and make sure you're eating healthy and walking all the time. And I'm gonna hold your hand across the street. Yep, because I want my baby to be coming out with a from a fit body. Yes, cook that food, nutritious food, so you're feeding me and my my child that's inside you. Good, healthy, real nutritional food. Yes. Guess what? You also need to bring the romance when you're not carrying the baby. That's why you even got the baby because you brought the romance because I wanted to put a baby in you. Come on now. It benefits you in all aspects. I'm not just working a nine to five. I'm out here making sure that we are providing and taking care of for Guess what? If somebody breaks in the house at night, you're not going down there. 
I'm going down there. Men are expected to die for their women and their family. And we cool with it. They just think, oh, you're just working? But they don't see everything else that we have to do, everything that we have to be for them. They only see the minuscule things. That, this is all you're doing. But men do so much more, bro. But see, that comment lets you know they only think about the menu. They, even though that's so great, the finance, they only think about that. That's it. They don't think about all the stuff that men have to think and go through to make sure they're in a position to even have a woman. You feel me? Y'all think just getting a quality woman that's going to stick by your side is easy. You know how many women leave dudes? Oh, let's not go there. Y'all the ones that got this divorce rate up high. You know how hard it is to keep a woman, a good woman, because it's so few of y'all? <laughs> okay, nine to five. All right, cool. That's all you think a man provides? Cool. Let's see how that's working for you. Okay, 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 okay. So let's see here. We got some more. Uh, I call because the moment the switch up, he will be saying red. Oh, man, look, let's talk about it. Shoot, let's get personal then. Let's keep it funky, baby. Check it out. <laughs> she calling Pat. Check this out. So, uh, like I said, I'm real strict. And I cut a woman <laughs> off like that, bro. I cut her off like that. But I don't call it red flags. Like, I shit test my woman all the time, bro. All the time. Because why? I'm making sure she's tested for the life that I want us to have. You feel me? I cut it. You know, I, I done shit tested my girl so often, bro. I feel bad sometimes because she just want to sweet and love on me. That's all she really want to do. But I told her the only way I leave her is if she left. You feel me? I, all that red flag and shit, nobody's perfect. You heard me? Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. But damn, I'm striving to be the best man I can be. And she appreciates that. And I'm also making sure that when she talks to me, yo, how can I help make you better? And every time she says some bullshit that I don't like, I check her ass. And when I check her, she don't like it all the time, but guess what? She understands why I'm checking her. Yeah, she'll cry and all this, but yeah, she knows that shit's going to be over soon. Yeah, hey, I don't, I don't have to switch up because I keep it funky, baby. I, I'm going to bring you the funky shit straight up. I'm going to keep it real with you. A woman is more likely to leave me than me leave a woman. You feel me? Because I'm in it for the long haul. Like you're in a position in the role for a reason. And if I ever, I don't know what's up with my life, bro. And if I dip out, it's only because you wouldn't, wouldn't fulfill your role and your duties. So it's always the woman's to make sure her man doesn't want to go anywhere. So it's on her to do her duty. And a man is supposed to be that provider. And so if you want to call cap, call cap, baby. I'm going to keep it funky with you, you heard me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. I'm not trying to smile. I'm not trying to shake my head. You better not agree with me, dog. If you agree with me, they're going to go off on you. Look, they're going to go, go off on you, bro. I'm just keeping it funky, dog. Straight up. Let's keep it funky. <laughs> Willie. <in. laughs> bro, this has been amazing. We got to get you back on again, dude. Bro, I just want to help the sisters out, bro. Because they're like, it's so it's a it's, a, it's, it's, it's some women out there that deserve a good dude, you know, but, you know, I, I be wanting to see them happy, bro. It's my community. I want to see happy relationships within my community. But I know what reality is. It's what I feel and what I think. My feelings aren't logical. I, I feel like everyone should have a loving relationship. But logically, what I think I know, that's not possible. 
Yeah. Because the pools are so, like they say, the pool, the, the dating pool got pee in it. That's what people be saying. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my longest relationship six years. Why is she asking that question? She's asking a better question. You can ask a better question than that. You can ask me a better question than that. Come on, give me something a little bit better. Longest relationship that has nothing to do with it. People sit with people for years. Look at them people sit in marriage and they don't want to be in. You can ask me a better question than that. Do something that's going to challenge me or something. Come on now. You got something better than that. So who have we? And we we over our time, but we got time for oh, another so question. Oh, so now we all on the show alone. We good, though. We good, though. We good. So let's see what we got here. Did they come back? Feminine, fit, friendly, and funky. Got to keep it funky, you heard me? That's the reality. That's a, see, that's that real accountability. I hold my lady to an accountability standard that I've never hold any other woman to because I hold myself at such a high standard of accountability. I know any day if a dude that's doing what he's supposed to be doing and I start to slack, she could dip. She may say she ain't dipping, but dog, women live on a hypergamous mindset. They will leave your ass if you're not doing what you're supposed to do and a better option comes about. Prime example, how many women leave their current dudes because he don't make enough money? You feel me? So it's like, I know, like, I live in the real world. There's no gray area for me. It's black or white. You know, I found a turd in the dating pool one time. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? It's like, I understand there is no gray for me. People living in the gray is black or white. I know a woman is dipping if I'm not being my best self all the time. There is no room for error. Because guess what? Once I slip up, she could be gone. And that's the reality that you got to live with as a man. Because, hey, even though I know everything I know about female nature, and if I slip up, even if I'm the man on top, she could still leave. Right? She can have, like, I want to be independent now. I want to do my own thing. She can still leave. But that's a chance that we as men, we have to take. Because honestly, no man really wants to just be banging hot chicks their whole life. Well, that's not true. But it's like, you still want that real relationship. You feel me? You want that, you want that love and affection with a woman. But is it a necessity? No. For a man, I don't believe. A, a man? No. It's what we want. We, I think we all desire that, 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 that bond with a woman that we want to give us, that want to give us a child and create that family dynamic, you know, and really have experience love. I think every man want to experience love, bro. I think it's so dope to experience love. And it's like, but it's such a risk because, man, like she could just, yeah, women say men change up all the time, but most of the time women are calling for the divorce because it's something they don't like. You know, most women leave relationships. So it's like, you know, and I know people say they have their own experience of like, hey, well, he cheated, he did it, but why did he cheat? You being the best woman for the job? Probably not. You know, you gotta ask why people do what they do. You know, if my woman left me is because I'm, I'm an ain't shit dude. I know that never happened because I'm always on my shit. Because I'm gonna keep it funky, baby. You feel me? That's a lot of pressure for the dude. He got to make enough in romance and protect, and fix stuff. Oh, bro, come on, Willie. You know what it is. And as a man, we accept that pressure. Cause guess what? I'm a handyman. Like I said, I was an engineer. I'm a handyman. I build, I fix things with my hands. I build things. You know, I built my mama a table. I fixed my own AC in my vehicle. I say I know how to save money by creating with my hands. So I'm a handyman. I'm intelligent. I like to communicate. I love to spend time with my lady. 
It's like you have to be you have to be Superman for these women, Willie. Like you don't have a choice not to be Superman. So when they complain about carrying your child, cooking and cleaning for you, if they if, if they don't see that you're being Superman for them, you chose the wrong woman. You feel me? You got to make sure we as men, we got to stop blaming women for being trash because we still, even though they open their legs to us, we got to protect our seed and not have children with trash women. Just like women shouldn't choose trash men, we have to be held accountable to a greater standard, not to fall victim to the lust of just wanting to have sex. We got to be able to protect our seed and not just freely give our seed to these baddies out here that you want so bad, but you got to be like, nah, bro, don't do it. She ain't a good one. She going to take me for all I got if I put a baby in. Don't do it, bro. Willie, don't do it. You got to put it down in the bedroom, dog. Hey, I got one story. Here we go. All right, dog. Willie, this, I'm going to tell you the story. Willie, if you don't put it down in the bedroom, your, your woman going to leave you. You know how I know? Not from personal experience, but from a story. <laughs> no, I'm good with my man. So, so this woman, she was like, I was like, man, what happened with your last relationship? Women say they got they got they have these standards. Check me out, Willie. About to keep it funky with you. She was like, man, I like we we dated for a year and a half. We didn't have sex at all. He said he wanted to respect me and my body and wanted me to really want to be with him before uh, I gave myself to him. I said, damn. That dude either gay or something was wrong with him. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Cause I'm like, and she was fine. Oh, that girl was fine. Oh my God. That girl was fine. So I was like, what's wrong with him? And so she's telling me the story. And she's like, Yeah, I just I was so in love. Like he was so sweet. And like he was such a good guy. So when I heard good guy, I was like, oh, it was out. Because she's sitting here with me. So I'm like, okay, I'm listening. I'm falling into the story. And she was like, Yeah. And it was like, we had, I told him I wanted to be with him. And we was talking about, like, once we graduate, we're going to have a family and we're going to get married. And she said, so I told him I wanted to give myself to him. And she said, when he dropped his draws, she said he was a 6'2", I think 230, 240 dude in college. She said the boy had one of these, bro. <laughs> she said, she said, bro, and it wasn't even good. And she said he was so embarrassed that he couldn't even keep it up. So you know he didn't put it down. And who knows that's the insecurity that that man dealing with. And he know he's not going to, because he knows he's not going to find a quality woman because he knows and understands no woman's going to accept the kids. <laughs> no woman. You feel me? So Willie, you don't put it down. You ain't getting, bro, it's a lot for you. So unless he come to Latin America or some other country <laughs> where women don't have familiarity with Black penises, like average black penises, because you know what the you know what the real issue is. Let's keep it funky in. You know what the real issue is? Women in America, they have they are spoiled. They have become too accustomed to the quality of penis they get from men. That is why. But I guarantee you, they don't appreciate the brothers. Because why? Because they're like, oh, they have been brothers have put it down too often on it. Like, dude, they've been they've been piped down too well by too many brothers. So they don't value, so they take it for granted. You feel me? But you come, about to get too personal. But if you come to one of these other countries, most of these women have never been with a brother, ever. And trust me, if you if you if you handling it with the sisters, my guy, trust me, you come to one of these countries and you put it down on one of these women, they're gonna be addicted to you. They don't know what black women get. 
in the states bro they don't know but they talk about it so much out here they desire brothers i'll be like why are y'all going crazy i'm like i ain't even born and like, like I, I was scruffy one day i'm like i'm looking all trash bro they want brothers because they want what the sisters got because they never experienced it trust me bro brothers if you can't put it down with the sisters i think you gotta try another race bro i do yeah, it is unfair. He was born with the little one, bro. But I'm like, bro, everybody not blessed. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, I feel bad for dudes just thinking about it. Because I'm like, damn, I wonder when they do that now. Probably still single. Unless he move out here. <laughs> so I am going to get crucified. For laughing, I, I made a conscious decision when I came on here tonight. I said, I'm not nodding my head, and I found myself doing this a lot. Yeah, I saw I you, said, dog. I'm not laughing. I'm not smiling. I'm not doing anything. But I do say this here, and I stand with my brother. I love that you speak your truth, bravo. And I love that you stand by it. And, bruh, yeah, you can come on this show anytime you want to. But we're going to have to get you back on in a month, man, because. Man, whatever, dog. I'm, it's bro, like, I'm all about conversations because the overall goal is to help our people out, bro. Even though they don't believe me. <laughs> so before we go, before we go tonight, this is what I need you guys to do. First, again, I need you guys to go right now. Stop right now. Go out on Instagram and follow Bravo. Follow him on Bravo. I mean, on Instagram and on um, TikTok. This brother be putting some great stuff out there. Funny stuff because that video about the lady you see. <laughs> the bro. accountability video. That was like hilarious, bro. That was bro. hilarious. So I thought that's what you was gonna try to go in on tonight too. <laughs> I was ready. That was one of them, brother. We just didn't I have a time ready. tonight. We didn't I have a time. <laughs> we didn't have a time. So y'all go follow him on um, Instagram and TikTok, and then if you want to get in contact with him, you can reach him via email as well at uh, training at bravo dot dot fit right? on my website. Yep, dot fit on my website. So www.bravo.fit nice and guys please like this video before you leave out and then share this video and then we're going to get bravo back on in the month so y'all go out y'all 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 ask him all your questions in the dm he's gonna we'll talk about it when he comes back on here mm -hmm. but thank everyone for watching on tonight we will see you again next monday seven o'clock uh gonna have a great guest on here next monday and yeah, we're looking forward to a great season. Thank you for sticking out. Peace. Jam. <laughs>